Welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Worship-Based Prayer, written by Daphne Close, read by Deb Weekly. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, for time with you. Lord, we're so thankful. Thank you for your word. Thank you for uh, just all of the encouraging devotions that we've been reading lately. And Lord, I know that they have been encouraging me as well. And I pray for my friend listening today that it will encourage her heart as well too. God, that you would speak to her today and help her to remember something for the rest of her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's verse is Psalm 96, verses 4 through 6. Great are you, Lord. You are great and greatly to be praised. You are feared above all gods. All the gods of people are idols, but you, Lord, made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before you. Strength and beauty are in your sanctuary. I love to worship God. I also love to sing. Coincidence? Yes. A big misconception among Christians is that singing is the only way to worship God. Actually, worship encapsulates so much more than words set to music. So why does the psalm that we read for today's study first tell us to sing? Singing is a response that comes from our soul's longings to burst out with all that we think and feel about God. This comes from a genuine practice of worship. Did you know that the history of the word worship comes from worth-ship? In other words, God is worthy of everything noble, honorable, valuable, beautiful, and more. When we worship, we do not simply thank God for what He does. We praise Him for who He is. The key to filling your soul with the presence of God does not begin at church with other Christians. Or with other Christians. The Bible mandates public worship as indicated by its talk about the body of Christ. Donald Whitney writes in Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life quote, Can we expect the flames of our worship of God to burn brightly in public on the Lord's day when they barely flicker for Him in the secret on other days? End quote. In other words, we must discipline ourselves to worship individually. My church uh, practices a concept called worship-based prayer. It has not only changed the way I pray, but it has also opened my eyes to see more of God. The more I see Him, the more I want to worship Him. Compare the following examples of prayer. I praise you, for you are good to me. God, you are good. Do you see how the object of prayer shifts to having God as the center of the focus rather than yourself? They are both heartfelt, scripturally-based prayers, but when you compare the two, you will see how important it is to talk about God alone, not about you, simply God. Some other examples of worship-based prayer derived from Scripture are these two. First one says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. That's Revelation 4 verse 8. And then number two, Lord, O oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Psalm 8 verse 1. 
Go ahead and try these examples. Notice that these prayers are sentences, not lengthy paragraphs. Keep your words of worship simple. If you practice worship-based prayer, I believe the Holy Spirit will sanctify you greatly. You will think less of yourself and more of God. Your soul will overflow with the desire to declare God as worthy. You may even unexpectedly and unabashedly burst out in song. Blessings and love, Daphne Close and the Help Club for Moms team. Questions to ponder. Remember, dear sister in Christ, God wants you to worship Him at all times, no matter the circumstances. Read these three passages. 2 Samuel 6, 14-15, 2 Samuel 12, 19-20, and Job 1, 18-22. And then ask yourself, number one, why does King David or Job worship? Number two, how does he worship? And number three, will I worship no matter the circumstance? Faithful ideas. Sit at the feet of Jesus. Worship him by completing this statement. God, you are blank. So fill in the blank with 10 different characteristics of God. Don't fret if you can't think of 10 characteristics of God. Remember, worship is a discipline, so it takes practice. So if I were saying this, if I were saying, God, you are, I would say, God, you are patient. You're kind. You're good. You're loving. You're faithful. You are forgiving. You're generous. So that's, that's an example too. And then the last part says, read Psalm 96, four through six aloud, but change it into a worship-based prayer. Great are you, Lord. You are great and greatly to be praised. You are feared above all gods. All the gods of people are idols, but you, Lord, made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before you. Strength and beauty are in your sanctuary. Let's pray. Lord, we are so thankful for worship. We are so thankful that you teach us in your word how to worship. You are so good, God. You are so faithful and loving and kind and generous, and so much more, Lord. You're just so good. Your name is love. You are love, God. We love you. Lord, I pray for my dear, dear sister listening today that she would feel the love of Jesus right now, that she would feel your arms wrapping around her, and that she would feel you right there with her, and that she wouldn't feel alone. And Lord, if she is going through a difficult circumstance or a hard trial, that she would turn her heart to you, turn her gaze to you, and start to worship you even in the midst of the storm. Lord, let her see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let her see that you are there with her, and you love her so much, and you are working in her life. Lord, help her to walk by faith today like never before. Bless her with her children and with her husband if she's married. And Lord, we just ask for a great day and a great week. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Bye-bye.